Hello. Today we're on the Unrealist Podcast. If you want to talk about getting active on social media as either a real estate professional or a mortgage professional, today is your day. We have a great guest who has a ton of experience in this area, and she's going to give us the rundown on it. Uh, but first, our Unreal Sad of the Day. This one kind of surprised me. Uh, the, our Unreal, Unreal Sad of the Day, according to social media today, is that 60% of real estate professionals think that being active on social media is actually even more important than having their own website. Yet only 30% of real estate professionals are actually active. So there's some, there's some kind of mismatch there. People want to do it, but they're not, they're not getting there. Uh, so this is a perfect time for me to introduce our guests. She is Raquel Boris. She's been in the mortgage, mortgage industry for almost a decade and also spent years building up her own personal branding. Raquel, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, okay, so so tell me about how you got into this, both mortgage and also the combination of mortgage and social media. Well, I think everybody has the same answer when they're in the mortgage industry. I just fell into it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of essentially what happened is I happened to have a really good friend of mine that was a loan officer and I was, you know, looking for a different uh, career, make better money. And that's how, where I ended up. And I started out in business development, just being someone that I love networking, building relationships. I'm a people person, just, uh, so business development was perfect. Um, but with business development, you know, social media started coming along. And so yeah. I realized that business development belongs <laughs> on the internet and it's a different way to network and put yourself out there. And I did it in such a way that my role at the company changed and it, mm. I suddenly became a branding manager, a marketing manager. And that was actually before personal branding was even a thing. Mm. Uh, so I was kind of on the forefront of it in the mortgage industry, not, you know, when it came to marketing in that space, I probably was a little bit <laughs> late to the game, okay. but as far as within the industry, we all know how kind of antiquated it was for a while. Sure. So I, I kind of looked like I was someone that I was, uh, you know, that forward thinker, but no, I just was intuitive and, and understood how important it was to start building a, a presence online. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. here I am doing it for a mortgage company. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, so let's talk about this, this unreal stat, you know, 60% of people are in this, in this profession are, I think, recognizing, whoa, this is really important. Yeah. Yet only 30% of them are active. And so there, there, there's a, the mismatch there. Yeah. So what, what do you think that's about and how, how have you been, what's been your experience seeing that? Uh, you know what? It's not as easy as people think. It is. I think, okay. um, you know, I'm someone that I tend to make it look like it's really fun and easy, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, there, the consistency part of it, that's really difficult. I think that's probably the number one challenge for a lot of people is, yeah, okay, I do a post, but guess what? You have to be really consistent with posting and putting right. content out there. And for a lot of real estate agents, and loan officers, you know, they kind of struggle with, well, what kind of content? I'm like, are you kidding me? There's content everywhere. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is content. But I think it's also that um, struggle between do I just put myself out there in a professional way? Do I put that my, you know, personal stuff out there? Is, you know, what do I do with that? Um, do people want to know my personal life? Do people want to uh -huh. know about my business? So I think there's just so many questions that it just, 
essentially kind of halts people from even doing it because okay. they just in their mind think that it has to be a certain way or has to be, yes, or has to be perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that if they're going to put video out there, it has to be professional in a way of like having an editor, a videographer. It's like, <laughs> no, you don't. I do everything on here. Everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's your, so I guess that's, that's a good uh, transition. So yeah. what is your advice? Is it, is it just to hop in or do you need yeah. a, a certain plan? Is there um, a format or a framework you follow? Like how, what would you, what would you tell these people that are holding back? So for me, I think, you know, just the way I've done it, I've done it in a very unconventional, untraditional way where I was just doing what felt right. And so that's, I kind of like that I'm an example of someone that hasn't done it the way that everybody thinks that you need to do it. Like I just hopped in and I was just being me and Mm -hmm. I never was following a formula. I've never scheduled my content. I post in real time. I post when I feel like I have something to say and in my case, I always have something to say, it seems like. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just, I had to do what felt right for me and what was authentic for me. So for instance, you know, I, I put myself out there with no makeup on sometimes, or I look like a hot mess, but that's in reality who I am. So <laughs> I just... I don't know. It's, it's hard because people do want a formula. They do Mm -hmm. want, you know, kind of those steps in a play by play. And I think a lot of the times it's literally just seeing what sticks, just seeing what your audience, you know, resonates with, because that's something that for me, I wasn't funny all the time. When I put myself out there initially, I put myself out there in a very serious, more professional way because I thought that that's what people wanted to see. Yeah, right. And then I realized as I started kind of letting my guard down a little bit and being the goofy person that I am and being silly, <laughs> just being authentic. that's when people really started engaging with me and feeling a connection. And now like that's part of my brand is being that silly person that I am. And that's pretty much how I feel like I add value. A lot of times it's just making people laugh and smile. So it's funny because it's sort of counterintuitive because I, when I think about mortgage or real estate in general, I often hear people say, well, it's kind of like this serious thing, right? Because you're, you're getting this big loan for the most, what most people consider to be the most important purchase of their lives. Right. But, um, you're sort of juxtaposing that with being, you know, just silly and funny. Right. And so how do you see that, I guess, playing out? Like, could you you give me an example? Like you've given a couple, but like a more concrete example of, um, you know, something you would do that would be part of, you know, promoting mortgage or what you're doing every day with like a silly post. Um, so for instance, what I've been doing with, uh, some of the loan officers in our region is doing kind of like, you know, fun facts and like the more, you know, but do in a way that is a little bit more entertaining, uh, that holds people's attention, but is also educating them because, mm-hmm. you know, there are real estate agents out there that I follow, uh, particularly on Instagram and they, all they do is talk about business, but guess what? They do mm. it through Instagram reels in a very comical sense still, right? Like, okay. you know, you have yep. all those audios that are really funny but they relate it to their business. So Mm -hmm. you're entertaining and educating at the same time, which I think is brilliant because, you know, what happens is, is they literally, that's all they do is talk about business, but you don't Mm. mind hearing it because they do it. 
Yeah, they do in a lighthearted way. So that's essentially kind of what I do when I'm trying to talk about, you know, loan officers and real estate agents getting on social media and creating content. I also use those kind of fun audio snippets. But at the same time, I'm giving you advice. And I'm so so I feel like, yeah, there's a way to do it. You know, even on TikTok, you've seen on TikTok, all these agents doing the same thing where, um, you know, they just make sure that the copyright says something that is actually teaching someone. Okay. So you, 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 you're jumping ahead. I, I had this question for you. So we can just jump right to this because I'm okay. a TikTok addict. Although, although I don't, I'm actually not sure they're going to be around in like two years. I think really? that, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think there's some real legitimate questions about, okay. um, from a, you know, from a, you know, national security standpoint, yeah. what is happening there and what, you know, can this continue? But let's just assume for a moment that I'm wrong or that it'll be solved. <laughs> uh, cause, cause I'm a gigantic just fan. What wow, are some things that funny. you've seen work on, on TikTok? And what are some things that you feel are like cringy, don't work? Like what, like for, for in our, in our space and you know, real estate professionals, like what's working on there? So it's interesting that you bring up TikTok because I still have this like fear of that platform. I'm oh, on it, okay. mm-hmm. but I just have not been able to feel comfortable over there, which is weird because I'm loving Instagram and doing the reels, but there, I don't know. There's something about TikTok. And I think what it is for me personally is that, you know, I was on LinkedIn, I've been on LinkedIn for almost nine years now, and I've created this community there and people that mm-hmm. really know me. And when I put out content and posts, it's like, they get me right. Like yeah. everything about it. Like, it's just, it feels like they're my peeps. Right. And then mm-hmm. Instagram, it's kind of the same. A lot of my LinkedIn people have come over to Instagram and follow me there. Okay. When I go and I post on TikTok, I feel like it's going out to like the most random strangers. And then a lot of the engagement that I get is actually kind of like yucky engagement where they're like criticizing huh. me or judging me. And a lot of it's because it's people that don't know who I am. Okay. And so I feel like the community part of it, even though some people would say the opposite, I haven't felt that over there at all. And for me, that is okay. so important is having a connection with mm. the people that are actually consuming my content. And I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. And so for me, it's like, uh, I just kind of like stay away. I forget to, to log into TikTok, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, I, 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 I never forget because I need my fix every day. I've got oh, to jump see, in yeah, there. Oh, see, yeah, you're, well, yeah. They put some, something in there. In your you know what's funny? <laughs> it, it, you know what it is? I think the algorithm is really strong at, I think very quickly, it, it knew that I was a real estate professional oh, okay. that also loves uh, sneakers. And also loves like, you know, hip hop. Like there are yeah. all these things that it could figure out based on my interactions with the app that I think it did much more quickly and much more efficiently than say, um, you know, Twitter or yeah. you know, Instagram, what, all these other apps. So it's, it's, there's something about that that algo that's really strong. Um, yeah. Okay, so let, let, let me p- peel back. Maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't make it so specific to TikTok since that's not your thing. But what, <laughs> I'm like, what? what? <laughs> Wait, no, well, you know, everybody has their own thing. And by the way, I'm not yeah. like prolific posting there. Right. I'm simply yeah, just watching it like it's another TikTok screen. TikTok is, is your favorite and you love that platform. I This is what I tell a lot of people is that you don't need to be everywhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like pick mm-hmm. a platform that you feel comfortable with, that you know your audience is there and focus yeah. on that platform. And then you can kind of start doubling into other platforms. But that's what I did with LinkedIn. LinkedIn was okay. like, that was it for me. 
And mm-hmm. now I'm, you know, starting to grow an audience over on Instagram. And I deleted my Facebook account three years ago because it was doing mm-hmm. nothing for me. So hmm. there's a way to still have that presence and still have your audience and, and your community not having to be everywhere. Because I think that's overwhelming, too, for people. As they think social media, they think, I got to be all over the place. And it's like, no, okay. you don't have to at first. So this may, you may have answered my next question, which is, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm part of the 60% that want to be on, but you know, I'm in that, the, the 70% that are, are afraid and haven't become active yet. Yeah. What's, what's the low hanging fruit? What should I do first to, to, to jump in? Um, well, for instance, platforms like Instagram, you know, they are trying to compete with the TikToks of the world. So <laughs> Instagram reels right now, they're pushing those, they're, you know, video, their Instagram is turning more into a video platform where before it was yep. just pictures, right? So it's understanding what that platform is pushing, because if they're pushing reels and you're doing reels, guess what? You're going to have a, you know, a broader audience. But like, you know, they also, it also changes all the time. Like, you know, Instagram mm-hmm. had just announced several weeks ago how they were changing the algorithm that they, people were complaining that they were seeing random people's Instagram reels and they weren't appreciating that. Well, guess what? <laughs> Everyone's engagement plummeted. And okay. now people are like, wait, 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 because we got so fixated on the vanity metrics and on the views. When you see your views mm-hmm. plummet, psychologically, you think, oh, no one's seen my stuff. No one cares. I suck. And okay. it's like, no, that's not the case. It's the your audience is the it's just the more niched audience, which I think is actually more important, right? Like Mm. I'm the type of person where I'm not trying to go viral. I've never gone viral because guess what? Usually when you go viral, it's just the most random people seeing your stuff, right? Mm. It's just going all over the world. And yeah, Yeah. you might, people might see it, but at the end of the day, like, is it actually bringing business in? Is it actually having the, those, you know, clients or customers that you're trying to reach? Are they actually like seeing it and paying attention? Mm -hmm. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where we Mm -hmm. get lost. And when it comes to social media, we're just so focused on those numbers. So it sounds like you're saying pick pick one, whether it's Instagram Reels or um, LinkedIn. The low hanging, like the first thing to do is just pick one and go. Just pick one and just go. And yep. and once again, you know you're gonna have to play around with your content, and you're gonna have to see what your audience wants from you mm. and how they connect emotionally, right? Because mm-hmm. You know, you, what you put out there could be very different than what I put out there. So then you might be attracting a very different audience, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. That's another thing, too, is that not everybody has to follow you or like you or, you know, connect with what you're doing. There's billions of people in this world. You're going to have an audience. It's just figuring out, you know, what is going to keep them, you know, focused on you when you, sure. when you create content. Because that's another thing is our attention spans are like, you know, this tiny, 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 and it's getting worse and the, and kind of the competitions getting even, you know, harder out there, like, cause you're competing (laughs) with so many other people doing the same thing. Um, so it it can be overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's, that I don't have my moments where I'm like, ah, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, I just want to disconnect. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get it. So, okay. It it sounds like, um, I I'm following you there. Okay. What what trends are you seeing specifically with real estate professionals, mortgage professionals, et cetera? Like what's working on these social media platforms? 
I think a lot of it is just being very lighthearted and kind of funny with your with your material, but have it be mm. educational at the same time. I mean, there's two particular real estate agents that are here locally. And when I moved back from Northern Virginia, I had to kind of start, you know, hashtag San Diego Realtors to kind of get an idea of who the players were here and who was doing what. And it was interesting because, you know, there are a couple real estate agents that just started doing the Instagram reels and just every day being consistent. And Hmm. funny thing is that I went to two different real estate events in different areas of San Diego. And one of them was at each event. And Hmm. I honed in right on that person. And I went right up to that person and I was like, oh my gosh, I follow you on Instagram. One of them has 19,000 followers. He said that he had 900 followers just last year. Wow. And he grew and it was all organic. He's like, I don't buy my followers. It was just organic. It was being consistent with it every single day. And he goes, now Mm -hmm. the leads that are coming in are ridiculous. Same thing with the other guy. The other guy went to another event, went straight to him. I was like, oh my God, I follow you. And you're so funny. Same thing. 16,000 followers just started. Um, He's getting a ton of leads through there. So it's just a perfect (laughs) example of not only were they recognizable, But the fact that I felt like I knew them, like, I think Mm -hmm. that's what is really cool about social media is it takes your networking and takes those relationships to like, like from zero to 100 like that, because you already feel this connection with them. So when you do meet them in person, it's just, it's just so much easier. And then the fact that I went up to them, I'm not the only one. You know, they must have plenty of people that go up to them. So how cool is that? You're just like business is coming to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really this idea. Well, the thing I like about social media um, and and why we really started to invest more time in it is it it really started to fit that sort of inbound um, content sales flow. Where instead of being out, like, you know, the sort of opposite would be, you know, getting on a phone and calling a list of people and saying, hey, do you want to sell your house or buy a house today? That's the outbound. And then we found that creating content, people are coming in because we were educating them and entertaining them about whatever the subject was. Mm-hmm. And social media is that on steroids because you can yeah. do it every single day, live, video, whatever it is, right? So um, there is something about that where it just attracts the people that you, you know, sort of want to do business with versus, yeah. you know, kind of trying to call and, and get them in, in your, you know. Yeah, into, into but I get where the, you know, people are really kind of insecure about how they're going to be viewed and seen and perceived and the judgment oh, yeah. piece of it. I totally get that. But I truly believe that if you show up in the most authentic way and you're showing mm-hmm. up and you're and in a way that, you know, it's like coming from a good place and you really are trying to help then I don't see how you can really be trolled or have hate <laughs> uh, towards you. I really don't. I mean, yep. and I say that only because through my experience, you know, I get asked a lot like, oh, how do you do with trolls and haters? I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't have any. And I, and I don't, and I'm not trying to say that in like a pretentious kind of like, oh, you know, I'm so great way. It's, it's no, it's like, I just show up me. And so it's like, I think people are kind of like, all right, well, she really truly is being who she is. So at this point, like, yeah. I can't really like judge her for it. I like more of like, Hey, kudos to you for just being unapologetically who you are. And so I think yeah. if anything, you get more respect. Sure. Because you are just being who you are. So that's I why that. I tell people like, yeah, just, Try to do your best to show up as you. And I and mm-hmm. like I said, I get it. It's difficult. But once you start doing it, it just gets easier. 
<laughs> the more you do it. And then you start think, and then you start seeing people react in a way that they're like, Oh my gosh, I totally get it. And I feel the same yeah. way that you do. And I'm so glad that you said that because I've been feeling that way. And then suddenly you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm like actually helping people. Right. And then when you know that you really are helping people, you want to help even more. At least I, I'm like that. I love helping. I love giving all of those things. That makes sense to me. So, okay. So, um, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about just straight up mortgages. Um, because I know that you're, you've been in this business for some time. You've, you've, you've seen it, you're living it. Um, everybody I know who is kind of not a, not a professional, uh, civilian that's just buying a home yeah. is freaking out because obviously <laughs> in January, you know, you could get a two point whatever percent mortgage. Now, later in the year, we're looking at 7% Seven. as of today. Um, you know, what, what are you seeing? Um, what kind of advice, uh, that you have, do you have, et cetera? Um, well, I'm seeing that there's a lot of fear, right? Everybody's just kind of like, oh no, what's happening? And when there's fear, it does paralyze you. I will be honest with you in the sense that I'm actually looking to buy an investment property Mm. (laughs) and the rates have been the highest that they have been in the last 20 years. But guess what? I also am kind of, I'm one of those people that I'm optimistic. I look at the kind of bigger picture and yeah, I can eventually refinance. Um, I kind of am like, you know what, everybody's freaking out. So this is when it's like that time to kind of take that risk because I can't, I don't know. Once again, yeah. I like to go against the grain. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's a real thing. Out. Like, guess what? I'm going to dive in and I'm going to, and, um, so I'm already looking to, to, to do something where, yeah, I buy, I buy a property. And so for me, like, I just, I just feel that we just tend to let the fear overtake us. And it's really not doom and gloom. I just, I don't feel that way. Um, yes, I get it where a lot of people are being priced out of the market. I do get that. And you know, what you could afford last year, you can't afford this year, but I feel like there's no reason to like literally freak out and then just start scaring everybody else too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, there is a lot of fear mongering. There's a lot of that going on. I think it's like that fear is just sometimes a little bit excessive. That's just so, me. <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to advice, cause I, I've heard people talking about this. Uh, we, we talk about a lot internally, this idea of, you know, if, if you have the capacity to, you know, buy while there's some fear in the market, but you have yeah. to be able to stomach or, and afford these yeah. higher rates and then kind of prepare to refinance or do something else within, you know, a little bit later. Is that, is that how you're yeah. thinking of it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've spoke to my boss and cuz I called him, I'm like, "All right, you know, I think I'm I'm going to dive right in." And he was like all for it. He was like, "All right, let's 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 do this." Um and so for me, I kind of would love to what I'm thinking of doing and once again being that I do social media and everything, I was like, "I think I'm going to document my process. If this really goes oh, through, that. I'm going to literally <laughs> document every step of the way." So that people can really get an idea of what it's like, especially for someone that is in the industry, you know, because it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm still learning just because I'm in it doesn't mean that I, I get what's going on and I have to ask questions and get advice. And, um, you know, for me, once again, like I just, I try not to let too much of the outside noise dictate what I do just because, um, you know, you do hear all these people saying when during a recession, that's when billionaires are made or during, you know, when real mm-hmm. estate, mm-hmm. when it's plummets, that's when people start buying in cash. And then, you know, years later, they're like, oh my gosh, look at all this money I made. Right. So like, yeah. 
I try to look at it in that way, but I get that my vision is different than other people's vision. And I respect that, but I also want to be someone that's like, Hey, not everybody <laughs> is going to be negative, negatively affected by it. Sure. Sure. No, it's like, a, I want to be the positive a, um, story. <laughs> it's a very sort of like sober view. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, I can't remember if it's, I think it's Warren Buffett that has this quote. That's like, when people are fear or fearful, that's when I get, I'm, I'm going to botch this quote, but it's like fear versus greed. And yeah. when people are very fearful, that's when he gets greedy. Um, so it reminds me of that, this idea that when everybody's kind of freaking out, oh my gosh, and then you're like, okay, then, then, I, then you buy. And then later on, you get to reap the rewards of kind of having a steady Yeah, because nobody, there's no bidding wars right now. I don't have to worry about that. I mean, prices are dropping here and there. Like I just looked at a listing and they just, they just decreased the, the price on it. You know, you can mm-hmm. maybe haggle a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I look at some, uh, some of the positives. There's, you know, like more inventory seems to be popping up. I don't know. That's just what I'm seeing. So for me, <laughs> like when I'm looking at it, I'm kind of like, oh, this is like a really great opportunity. Awesome. And you know? when you think about the um, the fees with respect to, you know, obviously there's there's always the commissions that go into uh, the brokerage and then the fees mm-hmm. that go into uh, the mortgage piece of it. Do you have a perspective on that uh, where, where you can get saving? Obviously, we're, we're a platform that's focused on saving fees yeah. all the time, um, whether it's on the mortgage or on the, the brokerage. But do you have a perspective on where, where there are opportunities to save when you're when you're buying a, a home in this uh, beyond just haggling on the price? Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of pro- mortgage programs out there. Like I know our company has been doing, you know, we have a buy down where, you know, and then there's seller credits now and people, you know, so there's things that are happening to help. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely ask the loan officer and the real estate agent, like, Hey, does this particular company have different products and programs? Because there are, um, some that are coming out to, to help to alleviate because they, we all, we all get it. We get that for a lot of people, it's really, these interest rates are stopping them from buying. So we're doing what we can mm-hmm. to be able to alleviate that. So yeah, there's definitely, you know, um, programs and products out there that are, that are trying to help. It's just once again, being educated by them, yes. you know, cause a lot of, a lot of the everyday consumer once still believes that you have to put 20% down and have a 30 year right. fixed mortgage. Like it's, right. it's incredible right. how many people still believe that. And that's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> yeah. So and there are plenty of programs options. I've seen. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I even saw, you know, recently it hit my inbox. There's a 3%, uh, 3% down program that seemed yeah. you know, pretty widely available. Like it wasn't sent to me because I'm special. It was like, yeah, yeah. We have like thing, a three, so. two, one buy down. We have, you mm-hmm. know, we have a buyer accept program for cash buyers. I mean, there's so many things that, that we are putting out there for that reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. So, okay. So I just want to do a quick recap. It sounds like, um, uh, both, both as a uh, mortgage professional and as a social media expert, what you're saying is, first of all, you just have to t- kind of take the, you know, take the leap. You got to get in, yeah. right? So that's number one. Number two, it sounds like you know, pick one. You don't have to be everywhere. And I think a lot of people uh, feel like they have to, you know, make it make it perfect. And you're saying, jump in, pick one. It doesn't have to be perfect. Use your phone. You don't have to get a lot of producers involved in things like that. Just go. Is that something like the, the the major sort of takeaways around this? Yeah, and and even and it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable and transparent of like, hey, this is my first video, or I'm new to this <laughs> and I'm trying to figure it out. Like, guess what? Dude, that that's probably going to be connect even more with your audience because they're going to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm the same way. And so, like, it's okay to say that. Like, it's mm-hmm. I mean, 
I say it all the time, like TikTok, I suck at it. Like I'm still figuring out, like I'm not going to sit here and just because I do social media, it means that I'm an expert yeah. at everything. I mean, I'm not an expert sure, sure. at anything, but you know, it's okay owning it. Like, Hey, I don't really know how to use it. Um, but the key too is the consistency part of it. And that's, um, I think that is the number one challenge. And so when I, when, and people say, well, what does that mean? Be consistent, be consistent with what I think it was my friend that said the other day, and I'll probably botch it too. Like be consistent with what is consistent, like that can be consistent or like, it was weird, but essentially like if you can be consistent of posting every single Monday, then just post every single Monday. Right. right? right. Like, do what you can do. Do what you can do. So for me in the beginning, I wasn't posting every day. Now I just, I'm, I, my creative mind is always, you know, creating. Right. So for me, I always have content. If anything, sometimes I'm like, okay, Raquel, you did a little too much. <laughs> like settle down. Right. Um, yeah. so for me, it can be the opposite, but yeah. So with the consistency piece of it, pick, um, you know, a day or two out of the week that, you know, you could, that it's realistic for you. And then also be consistent with your engagement, because that's another thing that I think people forget is that, mm. yeah, you're going to post and you're going to want to gain an audience. But guess what? You also have to be someone else's audience and you have to engage with their content. So then oh, there's okay. that repre- reciprocity, right? Because mm-hmm. that's another thing, too, is that I've had a lot of people that will put stuff out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, but no one's engaging in my content. So why am I in engaging theirs? <laughs> sure. Sure. You sure. know, and then suddenly nobody's mm-hmm. engaging in anything. So I think it's just really important that you also be consistent with maybe carving out some time out of your day, maybe just 15 minutes and going mm-hmm. and commenting on the people on potential clients, you know, direct messaging them. Cause that's another thing too. The algorithm, especially on Instagram is recognizing who's DMing each other. And they're oh, like, Oh, okay. guess what? Kyle and Raquel are DMing. So we're going to start mm-hmm. pushing Kyle's content in front of her. Cause content. I've seen yeah. that as yeah. soon as I, someone DMs me that I haven't spoken to in a while, guess what? Next time my feed comes up, Mm-hmm. Their contents in my face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's so many nuances, Kyle. And that's why it's like, I could sit here and talk all day about it, but, um, but you won't learn yeah. unless you jump in and start doing it. And so that, yeah, that's just, what it sounds like. That's yeah. why Nike has the best, you know, slogan ever is just do it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, um, thank you again for joining. Um, this is the part of the pod where number one, uh, let you know, you're going to be getting a gift, uh, for being on. So oh, thank you again. So you'll get something in there. <laughs> Uh, me too. Um, and we do a fit check. Uh, so I'm going to go yes. first. Uh, okay. Today, I'm going to highlight something I'm very proud of, which is our new merch. We got our new sweatshirts here for Unreal so Estate. Cool. Spent a lot of time uh, designing this, making sure the fabric was right, the cut was right. And our, our thought was like, I, I wear these like almost every day now. And so okay. I want to make something for the company that I would actually wear. You're not like yeah. just something you throw in the corner yeah, when you know what no, I mean. I agree. Well, it's like a company swag, and you're like, "This is awful." But like, <laughs> we did, we did not want that. We did the opposite. Yeah, so I'm really, This is. Dangerous. I love it. I love it. Thank you. All right, what you got? Um, so I know I don't. I'm not wearing any shoes because I'm wearing. I'm like at home, and it's you know around nine o'clock, so I'm yes. still kind of. But I do have like. Um, I, I'm, I'm like wondering if you can see. I'll do one of these. Right, um, oh Let's gosh, see. watch! I'm gonna fall. Is you gotta go like, back. I know it's kind of hard. So I have. Oh, those are cool. A, a sloth, and they're purposely unmatching, and this has paws. <laughs> uh, but the cool thing about the socks is they actually. Um, it's my. It's part of the uh, Down syndrome. Um, oh, amazing. Talk about it. So it, it's money. Okay. It's um, yeah. So every year they sell socks 
and uh, money goes to Down syndrome. I have a good friend whose daughter has Down syndrome. So I, I have a ton of these socks because they're just super cool. <laughs> anyway, That's amazing. What What is the name yeah. of the, the group? We'll, we'll post um, it. You know what? That is, I, I should have actually had the name of the group because there's, there's different, you know, nonprofits that help. Yeah. Um, I'll have to figure it out. Shoot. Okay. I know, so please send it to one. me. Sorry. And then, yeah, no, I'll, no, I'll, that's yeah, fine. It's, it's great. We'll add it and um, we'll we'll post it on our website. I, w- I would love to support. Um, yeah. Maybe get a, get a pair. It was like five dollars a pair. It's it's not oh, expensive I'm at in. all. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's all we have today. Thank you so much. I uh, loved having mm-hmm. you on. We'd love to have you on again, and yeah. we'll talk soon. Awesome, Kyle. Thanks, everyone. Oh wait, sorry, I forgot. Oh. What else besides besides the Down Syndrome <laughs> Foundation, which we'll get? Anything else you want to tell? Like, how can we find you? How can we reach you? Uh, so I'm obviously LinkedIn, Instagram. I don't have a website, oddly enough, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but I do have a YouTube channel called Rock the Boat. That's a whole nother passion project of mine oh, where it's, uh, okay. yeah, having candid conversations with our youth. Uh, so I have 67 episodes up there where it's just conversations with our kids. And that's essentially kind of, I have, like I said, a whole nother passion project where it's about bridging the generational gap between um I love that. ourselves and, and 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 our youth. So yeah, I'm super super passionate about our All right, rock the boat on YouTube. Yeah, R A Q. Just you know, because Raquel, rock the yeah. boat, get it? <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's cool. Okay. We'll include a link for that as well. Uh I will follow you and we'll chat soon. Awesome. Thank you.